Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, if you have a game, and it is good, then give it time and it will thrive, and you will be Gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Welcome to episode number 412 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this Sunday, September 18th, 2020, or 2022, yeah, there we go, at 5 5 o'clock in the morning, uh, a.m., Pacific Coast, Left Coast, Coast, oh, 500 hours, uh, because the most crack engineer, Ivor Molina, over there in the booth, wapow, and he is holding up the whiskey sign. We interrupt this broadcast of the Best Links Games podcast to inform you that Martians from your Venus have invaded King Kong's penis. The carnage has been terrible. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. I were Molina holding up the whiskey sign. Thank you, Ira. That's a, that's a spirit. Mm. That would, of course, make it mm, for. Mm, I'm sorry, you're going. That would, of course, make it for our sequel friends, the followers, the one true time and date 
Format. In the known universe, my lord. Oh, that would make it, of course, for our sequel friends. 2022, uh, 09, 18, And, well, whatever. We'll call it 0500 and be done with that. So, first of all, let's get straight to our top stories. Uh, this just in, Ivor Molina. This just in, crack engineer, Ivor Molina, long-time friend and devotee. Some say... Illegally held captive living slave of one Skooky Sprite, broadcaster of Deranged Podcast, Bestling Games Podcast, has broken free from his chains and has sought freedom and refuge in Canada. We take you live now to the international pursuit to apprehend. You're live or you're fired. You're fired, Ivor. Okay, so, anyway, back to our top stories. We have a big show for you today, and oh my god, I don't know if we're going to get through it. First of all, I have to tell you that I'm losing right now my two front teeth, and the experience in terms of pain has been absolutely off the chart. I can barely move half of my face. So, that's important to know because if you hear anything weird in my voice, I just want you to know I'm not dying. I'm just... It feels... It it very much feels like it, though. The only thing is, I have to tell you that because of this, I am unbelievably stoned right now. And on Tylenol and whiskey. So... If this show is the biggest disaster since the fucking Hindenburg, then yes! Two years in a row we win the award! Alright. More importantly, next big thing. Many thanks go out to friend of the show, uh, BPR Blaster, uh, for gifting us Freedom Planet 2, which evidently dropped. Finally, um, I played a little bit of it. I'll have more to say about it later, but I wanted to make sure to thank uh, very many super thanks. Very nice, very thoughtful gift. Because I jumped Blaster in to Freedom Planet. And so, yeah, I got Freedom Planet too. That was, that was super nice. Um, also, you know, best wishes to Blaster and his family and stuff, uh, and Tropical, uh, Storm Fiona, which looks like, it looks like, you know, Mike Tyson, like, with like a left hook. It's going right over him, probably right now. So hopefully they, they stay safe and we have the storm down there. Um, yeah, so big show. Big, big show. Big, big show. Big money. Big prices. I love it. I buy that for a dollar. And yet you, you, yes you, they come in all colors one size fits all. You have to pay us the mere price of absolutely nothing to get on the oh, bam, bam, I've been working on the railroad. The love train that is the best Linux games podcast. So let's let's get this motherfucker started so we can get it finished as soon as possible and 
put it like me the corpse of me and Ivor embraced forever in loving union and I want and he was wearing a prom dress on which had been inscribed the words cherry whore what could this possibly mean uh <laughs> oh that weed that magic weed yes indeed and we have a big technical breakdown for you this week too so it's going to be an interesting challenge so before we get to our feature this week um based on the new and noteworthy we got a great new and noteworthy let's make it longer Ivor I was a North American fall when in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. And meanwhile, as Inspector Bruce contemplated the space vagina, many, many were killed. This constitutes a dereliction of duty. He should be up for space crimes. He should be sentenced to torture! We interrupt this broadcast of Sentence him to torture with the remainder of the Best Science Games podcast. Thank you. Awesome work there on the voices, Ivor. You sounded just like me. That's how weird that was. So, we have two new noteworthies for you this week. It's testament to how high I am that and why Ivor should be fired that the rundown looks like this. This looks like a crazy person did it. So we have two new and noteworthies for you. One in part of our continuing semi-series of tragedy, of unfortunate tragedy. It doesn't work! For which we run, thankfully, so intermittently as to not actually require a legitimate bumper. Once again, Ivor, you're fired. That is code for not only, good day, sir, you're fired, but yes... Ivor, that means you should have made us a bumper for that already. But anyway, in terms of it doesn't work! Our ongoing column of frustration uh, and dysfunction by necessity, by its essence. Um, one of the most anticipated games that I have purchased and have now spent like 10 days trying to get work trying to get to work unfortunately is steel rising s t e l r i s i n g steel rising does not work it and so we will not talk about it because i really want it to work and i'm sure that i'm not sure i don't know if you're a veteran like me, man, you never know. It might never work. It might work tomorrow. It might work in six years. Or it could be the delta of eternity. See, so, yeah, it could be somewhere between now and never. Um, <laughs> somewhere along that line. There we go. Bam. See? Ah. Oh, you're right, Ivor. It does call for more whiskey. But that's Steel Rising, so don't get Steel Rising, and we won't talk about how cool it looks, because I can't play it. Let's talk about a game that is so much cooler than it looks, 
we're not going to rant too long about this because we have a big fucking feature for you. Oh, that's right. I should have told you. Fuck! Ivar! Our feature this week is how here's how I wrote it down. How'd you get Windows software so .exe's executable files working on your Linux box by using Proton and Steam. That's our feature. It's gonna be a good tutorial if I if I can read my own handwriting and keep my mind together. But anyway, our other new and noteworthy is a very expensive game. It's called Judgment. And it is a Sega published Japanese detective game with hardcore martial arts. I played it. It's expensive. This is the first game in a series, I think, of two games that are actually end up going to end up being a trilogy. Judgment is $39.99. It is... I played what? I played four fucking hours of this game. I got it last night. That's how good this game is. I live streamed like two hours of it last night. Um, we're talking like the translations are are you know perfectly passable. The voice acting is great. The story is really compelling. You take on the role of this guy who was once this hot shot defense attorney, criminal defense attorney, but then goes rogue and abandons his life in the law to become a detective, a private detective, while moonlighting with both his former legal friends, like he can drop into a case or whatever, as like a consulting detective or you know, blah 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 blah, um, consulting attorney, whatever, or he can work as what he's been doing, which has been using his private investigator skills and detective skills to collect money from deadbeats deadbeat Yakuza bookies that are his his masters and it gets so much more complicated and it's so cool though because like you're all, it's all in this I don't know if it's a real part of Tokyo or whatever but it feels so real um, in a really arcade kind of arcade I don't know it, there are moments that are like just absolutely amazeballs and it's a series of mini games it's like someone said in the poll quotes for judgment I haven't I didn't buy both of the games I will I'm only playing judgment right now the review's been overwhelmingly positive it is 40 bucks though and it's an old it's an elder code so I was just about to clear them um but it it, it debuted on Steam uh on September 14th so that was like 4 days ago um but it is so cinematic and so interactive. It's like everything that, like, kind of like we all hoped that, like, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 would be. Even though it is 
pretty linear. It's it, it's also immersive. So if you like me are you know engaged in a prolonged, long simmering weird love affair with like you know like I've never been to Japan, but like my God. I would really like to go. Um, just the sheer amount of... We'll talk more about this this game, about judgment next week. But uh, someone said something... Someone said... One of the re- re- pull quotes from one of the reviewers. God damn it. Ivor, you're fired! Shit. One of the pull quotes for the game was that it is one of the best detective games ever made. Of all time. I would say so far that it is it's so good. If you like Grand Theft Auto, but wish that Grand Theft Auto had more um, story-driven detective segments in it, provided in the form of, like, mini-games that you can get good at that are, like, thematically... Dr- it's 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 really cool. Because eventually, ultimately... Here's a spoiler alert, and, and we'll talk more about this game next week, because I'm, I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna try to beat it, because, like, I can sit here for five hours at a time and play this game. Ultimately, your character has to come to grips and y- and the game is so good at putting these things in your head so it doesn't actually spell this out for you but the idea of judgment is that you quit your life as a defense attorney because you got someone who was guilty off the hook and he killed again you started working with Yakuza, you became a private investigator you know, liaising for the Yakuza, you know, like as a collector, it's a bunch of scummy jobs. Eventually, your defense attorney buddies pull you back in. And now you're concerned not with who did what to whom in any individual crime you're dealing with. You're only concerned with making sure this guy doesn't get convicted of that crime. Meanwhile, so it's like this maximum fucking high pressure crisis of conscience awesome fucking kung fu ninja video game set in like a realistic living feeling, photorealistic Japan with story driven stuff and it takes it, it's a new, I don't know if it's necessarily that new, it's just like the perfect st- of the finalization of the modernization of what an adventure game could be so far, we'll find out so that brings us to our feature Based him with it, Ivor! Who do you think? Oh, my god. It's Bolivian. Bolivian! 
Don't you fucking look at me. Pack your shit. Get the fuck out of here, man. Sorry. I guess our feature for this week. So, our feature for this week, I'm going to try to read my notes again while I chug this whiskey. No, I'm kidding. Um, mm. How to get Windows executable files working on your Linux box through Proton and Steam. That is the subject. That's the title. But the subject of this is really much simpler. For those of you who have not listened to the show in the past couple of weeks or months... I really like Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. A couple of weeks ago, friend of the show, many thanks to Jeff Jeffy Wise, sent me, because I got him a copy of the game, because I knew that he would like it, and everyone loves it, and it's it's just the best game, and it's so good. And I want to be playing it right now, instead of talking to you. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's always an honor. Always an honor. Pleasure and a privilege. Even when I can't feel half my face. To be able to speak to a fine citizen of Gotham. So, here is the deal. Jeff sent me a link to a Kotaku article about a mod for Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. Which was like an exciting thing. Evidently, modding communities were pretty, well, at least according to Kotaku, um, were ostensibly psyched to finally be able to mod a Spider Man game that was on PlayStation 4. So, like a really modern, photorealistic game. And now that it had come to Steam, they would finally be able to do it easily because, you know, you strip away, I mean, you know, it just it makes it a thousand times easier when you don't have to simulate the actual system and the decryption and decoding whatever of the media, and yeah, I mean, I don't know what else is going on but uh, they were very excited about this, and so this guy made a mod where it took one of the Spider-Man suits, the basic suit, the which is called the advanced suit, and made his own model for it. So, my guessing, my guess is that he probably didn't even have to retarget the individual stuff. He just had to rig it exactly as, or as close to exactly as the Spider-Man asset in the game was, but anyway 
The subject of his model, it's it's a fucking awesome mod, by the way. It replaces Spider-Man with, Hello, my name is Kermit the Frog. My jewels, my jewels, you're gonna die, bitch. Um, it replaces Spider-Man with Kermit the Frog. And playing with this mod is so cool. So two weeks ago, I, I had not, I, I refused. Because I was just like so bought in to like just the concept of it. Alright, I got a mod. My Spider-Man. My my you know uh, my uh, Marvel's Spider-Man remastered to uh, where I can where I can play as Kermit the Frog. I'm not going to see any video of it. I will read whatever, and I did read a little bit about it. And then I I went to and I followed links. And I found where you could download it, and the guy had pulled it off the download page. Maybe this was three weeks ago. But anyway, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like, it was closer to 20 days than it was to 14, somewhere in there. So, a week goes by, and I ended up hearing more about the fucking mod or whatever, and I'm like, oh, Oh yeah, Jeff tried to send me a video of someone using the mod. And I I turned it off immediately because I didn't want to see the mod until I actually played it. But this gave me this lit a fire. It was like, you know, maybe seven days ago or whatever, last week, something like that. To go and see if the mod was available again, and it was. And that started like a three day thing because I started realizing I was like, wait a minute, okay, so I know that Proton is just a fork of wine it's just like wine tricks but it's more comprehensive and if I'm using a custom fork of, you know, if I'm using, you know uh, Glory Sag Rolls Proton, I know where they exist, I know that they, they exist in combat data and that they exist as a prefix number um, which is different from like a, vir- a real virtual machine that a pre- you know it's a prefix, and the prefix number is from Steam for the game. I know all about this shit. So I wrote a program three years ago to fucking this is before Proton, right before Proton came out. I'm glad that we don't need this program, but anyway, it used to handle all this stuff. But here's the thing. That's not like a fucking virtual machine. That's not a version of Windows. And what we need is a guide. And so I found a guide on how to mod Spider-Man. And the first thing in this guide, this is what I'm talking about. First thing in this guide, which is a great guide, and we'll have a link to it in the show notes for this week. Um, Thank you, Chris Fisher, for overtaking my mind and body Mm. give it back, give it back not in my eye Ah! he's a sadistic fuck no, I'm kidding, um, I'm just very high but my mind is this the guide in the Steam community hub for how to mod Spider-Man 
of course, presumes that you run Windows. If you're not running it on Windows, if you're running it through Proton, then the question is, what is the most efficient way to access how would you install the ne- the first tool necessary which is called the SS Spider-Man uh oh god hang on I'm sorry this I, I just don't want to say it backwards because I always get it backwards okay it is called the SMPC tool.exe. So what's the most efficient way to run this? And what do we run it against? Do we run it against the prefix? Do we run it against... Well, in trying to figure out the answers to this, I learned something that Steam Deck owners... Fuck you, Blaster, you piece of shit. How dare you? You steamed it. Fuck you, Fagaldorf, you motherfucker. The, the, the very happy and content and all too smug owners of the Steam Deck. Fuck you, everyone who already owns the Steam Deck. I had to pay to get my fucking front teeth pulled soon. <laughs> Fuck you. God damn you. I'm going to shit. Sorry. Uh, I'm, we interrupt this broadcast with more of this broadcast I just, I just uh, for those of you uh, who are already Steam Deck owners or whatever I'm going to share a secret that I found out from this is like how you know rising tide lifts all boats etc well, that's an unfortunate thing with Fiona coming towards Blaster but anyway I'm, just, I'm speaking metaphorically right I don't know. Um, well, it's like her as whatever. I'm very high. This raises the interesting question. We download the SMCP tool. We download the Kermit mod. Um, I got them both from the same site. They did require a uh, email registration to do it. So I sent them to my fake Yahoo thing and I got the codes from there and, you know, blah. Because I don't ever intend to blah. But this is interesting because I never thought of being able to run an EXE a Windows executable through Proton through Steam. So here's how I did it. So I downloaded both of those things. I downloaded the mod and I downloaded the SMCT, the Spider-Man mod tool. And all of this is really broken down in detail that's that's good, but not Linux in the link to the guide that I originally followed. These are my addendums to the guide. You extract both of those uh, archives to wherever the fuck you want. Someplace you can find them easily. You put the actual mod file inside of the archive, inside of the um, folder for the tool after you've decompressed them. You know, it's like you have that 
in there. It just makes everything easier. Then, you open up your Steam client, which is, the, yeah, I know, Linux file, file folder navigation is still horrible. So, you might want to move that um, whole directory that you created from the first step or whatever, someplace very easy, like, you know, your, like, the, the top of your home or whatever. Um, so, open up your Steam client, you go to, uh, shit. It says, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, you go to, um, you open up your Steam client at the top of the the window you go to games and then at the bottom of the drop down list after you click on that it says add a non steam game to my library that's what you want so you click on that then you have to click on depending on you know what uh what distro and what uh when what uh uh type of windows desktop environment i'm sorry you're using um click on browse and then you have to actually physically browse to where you decompressed the uh, Spider-Man modding tool which uh, for me is just for the record I know, I know, I know I know this is already off the rails it's okay. We have to go through it. Shut up, Ivor. Quit your crying! smpctool.exe So you have to go and find that place in the um, in the add a game thing. And you want to make sure that under the file type, you don't have it uh, as applications, you want it to be all files. Because applications means everything that ends in .desktop, and I don't know what that means. But this way you'll be able to find the SMCTP. You can't type in the full path, so you actually have to fucking click navigate to it, which is really irritating. But anyway, so then you do that. Then click on your library in your Steam client and make sure like I mean if you're if you're like me, I always keep Linux, show only games that run on Linux, and then uh sort by recent activity. I keep both of those on well, I keep the recent activity one on. You have to turn off all the filters and then search for SMC, SM, whatever the fuck it is, SMPC tool. And it'll pop up in your games list, provided that your filters allow it. Otherwise, you might have to scroll to find it. It might just be there. I don't know. I had, I had a hard time finding it. So then you want to right click on that and go to properties, just like you're changing the Proton version and go to, um, Compatibility, there should only be two tabs, but at least there were when I did it. Um, f- 
for me to get this to run specifically for uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered, I switched it under, you know, compatibility. Say yes, I want to select a Proton version. I switched it to G Proton 7 uh, hyphen 33. But you might be able to get to run with any number of different, you could do Proton or Proton Experimental. I know the Proton itself, you have to select a version of Proton. I can't remember Proton Experimental worked, but I do know that for this game, GE Proton 733, it worked fine. Then, from, so you save, you know, close all that up, and then go to SM pctool.exe in your library and click on play. Now here is where so we just did like the cool universal thing though there. We just used wine instead of having to provision instead of having to do like a whole fuck instead of having to do a VM or do a separate wine prefix or anything like that we just used wine in a point and click interface even though it is cumbersome and I wish to god Steam would fucking fix their user interface in this regard especially to make Linux paths usable for fuck's sake I know it looks and works great on the Steam Deck but everyone else would rather type and if we if I'm, trust me, I'm sure that if the people using the Steam Deck could magically summon a magical keyboard in front of them, which is what they would. So please, for the love of God, make an across-the-board user interface tweak, quality of life tweak for the um, Steam menus and the, the fucking inter- integration with the file system is what I mean. So anyway, so now you're going to open SSMPCTool.exe through Steam, and it should just open. It should have a pop-up saying something like, you need to find your... And this is all shit from here on out. Is all stuff that is very specific to um, Marvel Spider-Man um... Marvel Spider-Man Remastered. So what you're gonna do is it's gonna hit you with like you know open a uh, what's it gonna ask you? It's gonna say uh, it's gonna ask for an assets directory. Navigate to your home folder on like you know your normal system, and then depending on where your Steam directory actually is, if it's hidden like mine is, mine is you know, uh, NEA slash dot Steam. That's the root of my Steam directory. Or if you can't seem to make it help you, if you can't find your Steam directory, you need to find your Steam directory outside of this program. But the bottom line is, ultimately, I had to put in manually, I had to clear out the stuff that it had in the search bar manually, and then put dot steam, and then pressed enter, 
And then it seemed to add that to its own internal path value, preceding everything else. So, like, that became the new, you know, uh, root of the fully, not fully qualified domain name. Uh, I'm thinking JavaScript. Oh, God. The JavaScript is server management. But anyway, you know what I mean? It seemed to, doing that seemed to make it okay with having the period. Otherwise, I could enter. Uh, the exact path to where I wanted my, where I wanted to go and I'm going to tell you where you're going to want it to go in a moment but um, and it would say I can't add that assets directory because it has special characters in it and you're not allowed to have special characters and so I'm like, and that included a period, that included a bunch of other shit too, some of which was actually in the path name to the game. But after I put in, you know, dot steam, it was fine. So the where you're trying to go is, you know, presuming it's dot steam, your main steam folder, you want to go to steam apps, common. Marvel Spider-Man Remastered Asset underscore Archive. This means you want to point it to not like your wine prefix for the game. You want to point it to the Asset Archive that's installed by Steam for everyone. Even people who aren't as fortunate as we who are running Linux. Um if that makes any sense. So once again, let me repeat that. You want you don't want to point it to anything that's in your prefix. You don't need to go hunting through drive C or anything like that. You just point it to literally Steam, Steam Apps, Common, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered. And you can find the path to that by going to Marvel Spider-Man Remastered in your library, right-clicking on it, and going to properties, local files, browse local files, and that will pop open a window that gives you the, the full path to that. Inside that folder, there's a folder called assets underscore archive. If it will not accept that, do it again. I don't think you have to do it again because I think it'll just, it opens the last open directory. So let's say you have assets asset underscore archive open (coughs) in the window there should be a file it's called I can't remember the first three letters of it but it's something like dag or dad or I think it might be dag but click on that and then click okay or whatever then it should start loading the assets and it takes it took like two minutes tops on my machine but I have a pretty good machine I have a small machine but it's very good um then inside of the mod manager still go to uh mod manager Inside of the Spider-Man PC tool, go to Mod Manager. It's in the top bar, at least in this release that I have. And then click on Add. 
then you want to navigate to where you unzip the Kermit the Frog mod too. So in my case, I go up, I go to home, I go to Skooky, I go to downloads, I go to, well, I go, I click on D because this has a fucking horrible interface too. I go to downloads, there we go. I go to Spider-Man tool. I click on Kermit the Frog dot SMPC mod. I click on open. And right now it says mod is already added. After it adds that mod, you have to make sure in the list where it says mod load order that the checkbox next to the mod that you've selected is there. And then you click whatever the fuck it's like done or whatever you close, you know, whatever you do to say yes, accept all these changes or whatever. It's not called that though. It's called, it's just like, there's like an accept or something like that. And then it will actually mod the game and add that and add your asset into your game. And that's all you need to do. The interesting implications of this and why um, we're even bothering... I mean, for oh, and by the way, the Spider-Man mod is fucking awesome. It's so cool. It's out of control. It it reminds me of the good old days. I mean, it is so good. It is great. It is fantastic. It's been a long time since I got this excited about a fucking mod. I f- but when... It might seem like a lot of pedantic instructions in this thing, but when you consider it, all the pedantic instructions are for the idiosyncrasies of actually working the the Spider-Man mod tool and its weird idiosyncrasies in terms of getting to where you need pointing it to where you need to go in a reasonable amount of clickage but when you think about the craziest thing and I've never done this before but I didn't have to set up a wine prefix I didn't have to set up anything I just ran a piece of I ran a Windows executable a piece of Windows software using Proton for the first time and it was super fucking easy. Hopefully it will continue to be as easy. For me, it's a landmark kind of thing. Because I mean, think about the implications of this. I know people who run uh, emulators on their Steam decks and stuff who use this technique. This this is where this technique has come to me from. But it's pretty amazing, right? I hope this was good enough for you. I'm losing my two front teeth. And in breaking news, Crack Engineer, I'm Molina, ends the show. Cheers, thank you for listening. After receiving the host, marauding choir boys, half drunk on the blood of Christ, stalk unwary pensioners, and seek havoc. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. Yellow is the color, gambling is the game.
until someone wins. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.